Hey, guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Might I recommend, now that your young person has walked across that stage, you get them over to Leon Tailoring, get them to their career services division. That's right. In this economy, even though jobs are plentiful, it won't help you if you don't look the part. So at Leon Tailoring Career Services Division, they got the perfect thing that your young man or young lady needs to get them off into the world of work and at very reasonable and affordable prices. And heck, who knows? You might even see something for yourself if you're looking for a new job. So swing on by Leon Tailoring, their career services division, Larry Norm, Kim, and Judy, always glad to help you out. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time this morning, Senator. I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, I've got just a million questions, but I'll keep it to two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, in uh, Clarence Thomas's uh, concurrence in Dobbs, he specifically took aim at the constitutional right to privacy and other rights decided on that basis, including same-sex marriage and contraception. Have you given any more thought as to the importance of codifying those rights in the Senate. And then my other question was, could you explain more about your vote against the PACT Act? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, both highly important and consequential matters. I, I, I'll try and deal with them each in, in short order. Uh, so with respect to uh, the marriage bill, first point is uh, Obergefell. Uh, which nationally legalized through the uh, Supreme Court uh, same-sex marriage. Uh, most people throughout Indiana, throughout the country, frankly, consider the issue settled because Obergefell has not been overturned. And I actually think it is, it's, it's unlikely that you're going to see any state uh, arguing, petitioning to overturn that. I don't think you'll see a challenge. I don't think the Supremes will take this case up because the majority opinion, in fact, reassured people. You did have Justice Thomas's concurring opinion, but the majority opinion uh, reassured people said this should not be construed. So um, I think it's uh, settled, but I will say, listen, I'm, 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 I'm taking this really seriously. I've been fixated and focused on the CHIPS Plus legislation. I had some conversations with colleagues on the floor who are sort of leading uh, a, a statutory uh, approach to this in, in, in the near term, but I need to study the bill itself. Back home in Indiana, I mean, I, I, I've got friends on, on both sides of this issue who I love and respect. Um, when I ask Hoosiers on all sides, or no side, undecided, about this issue, uh, why government regulates marriage at all, or if they think government should regulate marriage at all, um, it's not just a provocative question. I ask it because I'm looking for a good answer. Now, I don't believe I've heard a, a satisfying answer. So that would be maybe the ideal approach. That's not an approach that under this Respect for Marriage Act I'll be offered. So there may be, you know, I may be required to cast my vote one way or the other, uh, both suboptimal, as I sort of just established in, in my mind. Um, and, and so like any other bill, um, if, if that House legislation is offered in the Senate, I'm going to have to review it and discuss it with my constituents before deciding how I'll vote. As it relates to the PACT Act, um, this is for the uninitiated, it's called the veterans, the burn pit benefits uh, legislation. Uh, I think it's really important. And I was, I was very 
pleased if there's anyone from, I think it was, you know, it was, it was the local, a local TV station on here. They reported about this. I thought their report was going to be, you know, Young opposes benefits or moving forward with, with the benefits. They offered the context that I asked them to, which was, I already voted for this legislation previously. I supported it. I remain in support uh, of the bill's intent. But Senate Democrats, they're making a political uh, issue out of this. They're refusing to allow a vote on an amendment to fix a, a serious budget issue. Um, so I, I, I want that amendment fixed. I mean, we shouldn't regard our veterans as political pawns uh, or, or, or veterans benefits issue shouldn't be carved out from responsible budgeting. That's, that would be a very bad precedent. It's exploitative of veterans. It's manipulative of the sentiments of every American because all of us appreciate the sacrifice and, and service of, of our veterans. Um, and, and, and so I know there are a lot of great Americans who feel passionately about this, vocal. Um, I feel like many of them are being misled and deceived, otherwise smart people, uh, about what's really going on here. But I, I really believe we're going to make that fix and get this bill under the president's desk in a bipartisan way uh, when, when the uh, smoke clears uh, and uh, he'll sign it into law. He'll get the... Uh, benefits that I voted for and that they deserve. All right, we have a WPTA in Fort Wayne. Hi, Senator Young. Uh, two questions. The first, I wanted to see, uh, I know that you put out a um, kind of a written tribute to Eli Dickin, who uh, was the one who potentially stopped more carnage at the uh, uh, mall and it in Indiana. And yeah. I was just wondering if you could talk a bit more about that while you decided to write that, as well as I don't know how closely you've been paying attention to what's been happening in the Indiana State House these past few days. And I'm just wondering if you um, had any reaction to what was happening there. Well, I'll start with the with the latter. Um, in, in terms of the reaction, uh, what we've seen at the State House demonstrates that uh, our legislators, I think, are, are uh, every bit is passionate about and determined uh, to get right lawmaking on this issue. Uh, it also demonstrates to me that uh, democracy is a messy process. But, you know, as, as, as someone a lot more famous than me once said, uh, democracy is, is uh, the worst form of government, uh, except for all the others. Rather than delegating this decision to uh, a panel of, of experts who are unelected, the American people are, are deciding this issue. It's remarkable to me that we've seen um, you know, a, a group of individuals emphasize uh, the, the structural uh, uh, anti-democratic uh, you know, sort of uh, bent uh, we have in this country and, and lament uh, uh, that we don't have uh, a, a democracy that is direct enough. And then on, on, a, on a really important issue uh, that we're asking the American people to deal with, 
um, they, they don't want it to be up to the people. It's too important to be led to the, uh, left up to the people. Well, um, we're, we're restoring the ability of people to, to rule themselves, uh, to be citizens in a republic, and, and that's messy. And they may get it right. They may not get it exactly right uh, in the beginning, but I want to support those legislators and state officials and, frankly, everyone involved in these, uh, these difficult conversations. But, you know, my lodestar as a citizen of, of this great state and someone at the federal level who deals with these issues is to make sure uh, that we do whatever we can to uh, protect all life and to support women and children. And um, I'll make peace with and accept uh, whatever principled compromises our legislators and, and citizens have to make in furtherance of that. Um, you asked also about the, the, the shooter, yes, sir. And um, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this because he struck me as, as a, <clears throat> a humble person who's really not looking for a lot of attention, but we all celebrate the fact that um, we're able to to uh, stop uh, this activity. I live in Johnson County. My, um, I, I had family members who were, were supposed to be at, at that mall, actually at the movie theater adjacent to it uh, that day. And, and uh, during that time, it ended up they went to another one and, and uh, I was out of the area and, and uh, I was aware of all the stuff playing out. So um, this, was, uh, this was emotional for me for that reason. Uh, as well, but um, I issued a statement. Um, I don't intend to say a whole lot more uh, uh, about that, and, and um, we um, uh, we should all be thanking our lucky stars that someone was there able to stop this horrible tragedy from getting worse. Yeah, thank you. Okay, our last question today is from Adam Wren. Hey, Senator, good to see you. Thanks for taking time to do this. Um, You're welcome. Good to see you, Adam. Actually, good to hear you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you've answered a lot of my questions about the, the CHIPS uh, Plus uh, process, but I, I do have one more. Um, you know, this is probably the most sweeping industrial policy legislation that we've seen since the Bayh-Dole Act of, of 1980. Um, do you agree with that characterization? And, and also, uh, you know, one of your colleagues in the Hoosier delegation, Jim Banks, has called Joe Biden the most pro-China president of, of his lifetime. Um, can that be true when the CCP has come out against this piece of legislation? Uh, and then just finally, do you plan to go to the signing ceremony at the White House uh, with, with President Biden? Uh, I, I may go, starting with your last one that's fresh in mind, right? Uh, when, when you... Uh, when you have a president of the United States signing into law uh, the most consequential uh, China competition bill in American history, I think it's uh, maybe uh, worth trying to show up if, if, if I can uh, make it happen. That, frankly, that hasn't been organized. And it might surprise you, but, um, and uh, we've got a lot of stuff already here in the state I, I've committed to, but that's, uh, it's a big deal. In terms of the economic policy, I mean, I've, I've laid out fairly painstakingly, Adam, not to you, but uh, to other journalists and, and on the floor of the Senate, why this is important to our country, why uh, the 
Econ 101 lessons uh, that we learn in school uh, don't apply uh, when you're dealing with a state capitalist actor who intentionally attempts to distort markets through their policies, right? So notions of, of comparative advantage and uh, allowing markets to uh, work fall apart uh, in, in, in some circumstances. Uh, so that's what, that's what you have here. You have a, a, an economy that steals our intellectual property, uh, that uh, attempts to distort markets through not just forced technology transfer, but uh, uh, attempting to uh, distort market signals by the overproduction of, uh, of different things, um, that threatens to uh, interrupt supply chains in the future uh, uh, before, you know, uh, uh, to advance their own foreign policy. None of this stuff's captured uh, by the economics I learned at, at, at the University of, uh, of Chicago. So uh, this should not be misunderstood as, as uh, something that we should uh, gratuitously uh, engage in on a, on a regular basis. We need to scrutinize every investment we make at the federal level, but we also should not his, hesitate to uh, respond to the aggressive activities of, of the Chinese Communist Party to make more resilient our supply chains uh, and to invest in cutting edge research and incentivize the utilization of that research so that it can become um, valuable uh, products uh, through, uh, uh, through uh, translation. Uh, 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 investments in investment and in, in workforce development. So we do all those things in this legislation and uh, we won the argument, frankly. We won the argument uh, against some really soft thinking. No one was able to intellectually explain to me how markets would, would take care of this. I pressed everyone. I called economists who had strong opinions about this. Uh, I spoke to some journalists. Uh, who are engaged in very sloppy thinking. And uh, I am more sure than ever uh, that we won an important and a very challenging public argument. And uh, but for going out there and making and winning that difficult argument, we wouldn't have this legislation being signed into law. All right. Um, thanks, Senator. And thanks, everyone, for joining us. If uh, you were unable to record but want a copy of the recording, please um, send us an email um, at press.yum.senate.gov, and we will see you later. Thanks, all. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.